Weird AF News, where we've got your daily dose of weird. So there's a zoo in China that puts visitors in cages and lets the animals roam free. Came across an article, uh, wonder why men send photos of their genitals? Well, here are some theories. Yeah. And then lastly, the viral boiling water challenge is landing people in hospitals. Just stop. Please stop the boiling water challenge. These are the weird ones today. Let's do it. The zoo in China puts visitors in cages, lets the animals roam free. Roam all about ye animals. The author of this article says, uh, as a child, I never, I never liked zoos or circuses because I couldn't understand what, what was so fun in watching caged and humiliated animals. Yeah, I kind of agree. Uh, now as an adult, I believe that animal captivity is wrong to the core since other species have the same rights for life and freedom as we do. Well, all right. Okay, man, we're getting a little on their soapbox here with this one. There's been much debate on the animal captivity lately. Has there been? Okay. And it makes sense why keeping wild creatures in cages is inhumane to say the least. Just think about it. Not only have we deprived other living beings of their natural habitats by harming the environment, but we also dare to imprison them for our own amusement? How dare us? Well, the Leahy Ledu Wildlife Zoo is going to flip the script on this. It lets big cats and other wildlife species, such as bears, roam free. And it puts the visitors in the cages instead. This way, people have the opportunity to get extremely close to the wild creatures without the disappointment of seeing them trapped in small cages like in most zoos of the world, says the article. A zoo spokesman, I think it's this, for this zoo, Lehe Ledu Wildlife Zoo, she told the media, We wanted to give our visitors the thrill of being stalked and attacked by the big... <laughs> okay, by the big cats, but with, of course, none of the risks. Oh, man. I wonder if she really intended to say that or that's the translator's translation of her uh, <laughs> into English. Is she really saying this? What? <laughs> You'll never catch a, uh, a, the uh, spokesperson of a zoo in the U.S. saying anything ever like this. Yeah, we wanted the visitors to have the thrill of being attacked. <laughs> They're like, that's like major lawsuit. Uh, it ain't going to take much for a lawsuit for something like this in the U.S., but maybe in China, everybody's cool. They're like, eh. In China, the people are like, yeah, we signed up for the risk. We know our risks. We don't need to, we're not unreasonable human beings. We're not going to sue the company that made the truck that we're in right now. In fact, if you look at it, you go to the photos, uh, Google this article, man. It's the uh, the zoo in China lets, <laughs> lets the animals roam free and the people are the in the cages. The, the people, the visitors of the zoo are in the back of what once was, it looks like a box truck, but they took out the box and there's a box-shaped cage and they're in there. And the animals are just <laughs> sinking their claws through the, through the cage. Like, it looks like they're trying to get to their lunch. That's what it looks like when you, when you see this photo. Oh, yeah. Pumas running up to you and jumping on your cage trying to get to their lunch. This looks like a frighteningly fun-ass experience. I'm not going to lie. But I can totally see something going really wrong. <laughs> and if you look at the photos, there's one where the, this lion is like got its teeth in the bars, its claws through the gates, like the grates. <laughs> and the people are like a foot away from their breath, from, the, from this lion breath. Hilarious. Yeah, I'd be into it. I would, I would pay for this experience, I have to admit. And, and I actually, I would prefer if you didn't feed them for a month and then put me in the cage and we go through. I mean, that's really where the rubber hits the road. I mean, you really want to test your, <laughs> your fortitude? 
<laughs> have like seven seven large panthers clinging to the side of the cage that you're on. <laughs> They're so starving. Oh man, yeah, this is this is a this would never happen in the U.S. But I'm, I I would like to. Uh, can we do a Kickstarter for Jonesy to go to China and have this experience? See, that's what I'm talking about, man. This is the kind of stuff. If I had some money, I would totally do this kind of shit. Uh, Here's some more from the article. Details, because I know you want details. There are chunks of meat tied to the outside of the moving cages with visitors in order to attract the animals. Oh, great. They're putting chunks of meat on the hood of the car. Oh, they're just dangling meat. I didn't see any meat dangling in the photos, but apparently that's what they're doing, and I'm all for it. (laughs) I'm all for these tourists getting eaten alive. Uh, Kidding, guys. Kidding. Disclaimer. Weird AF News does not support uh, Chinese people being eaten alive. At the same time, inside these vehicles, the visitors are protected from being eaten. Mm, yeah, kind of. There are also small openings at the top through which people can offer food to the exotic beasts. <laughs> Come on, your face. How, how, how? How are you allowing this to happen? What kind of laws are in China? I'm, I'm, my goodness. This country, China, you're so bizarre. You're so bizarre. We're like, we're not going to let people watch porn or get on Facebook. But you know what? If you guys want to pay to feed meat, to live tigers, <laughs> stick your arm out of a cage and feed meat to a to a giant boar. Go right ahead, China. What is wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> the zoo. Surprisingly, the zoo appears to be extremely popular, despite all the dangers. In fact, when the zoo was open in 2015, the tickets were sold out. For three months, it seems that people really prefer to see animals freely roaming their natural habitats rather than being locked in cages. Yeah, and I think they also have a death wish on on some level. Um, What do you think about this concept of a zoo? The article asks. Would you like to visit it? Share your thoughts in the comments below. Well, at the end of the day, it's a zoo, right? So it's like, do you support the animals being in some kind of captivity? I don't know. You know, that's it's it's dicey. So what? I don't know. What do you guys think? I want to do it personally. (laughs) I mean, I like uh, I like to take risks. But yeah, do you guys think this is ridiculous? Should this zoo be shut down? I'm sure somebody's offended out there. And uh, would you actually get in the cage? I would love to hear that. Call Weird AF News, 646-450-2012, or email me, funnyjones at gmail, baby. Why do men send photos of their genitals? This is something I found on CNN. How could CNN possibly know why men are sending around their genitals? But apparently they do. I'm sure you guys have opinions on why this happens. I don't really send my genitals that often, so um, (laughs) I can't really, I don't think I'm an expert. Uh, CNN, sexting is so commonplace that 88% of participants, men and women, in a 2015 study say they've done it. Yeah, sure, all of us have sexed, right? Tell me you haven't sexed before, then I'll, I'll say you are a weird individual and you're not enjoying life to the fullest. So get out there and sext. That's not the article saying that, that's me. So common is sexting that research psychologist Peggy Drexler wonder if there's even any stigma attached to it. So common that, as we found out, even someone as high profile as Amazon founder Jeff Bezos said that an outlet threatened to relate to release compromising photos of him. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he sent he sent Jeff Bezos has sent dick pics. In other words, everybody sent how many how many dick pics are floating out there? I mean, one in two dudes <laughs> sent a dick. If it's done in a consensual relationship, it like other sexual behaviors, isn't necessarily harmful, says the experts. But men will often send such photos unsolicited to women, and that's the problem. And I know that that's happening. Of course it is. Right, ladies? You're getting unsolicited 
Mine aren't unsolicited. I'm just stating it for the record. None of my dick pics were unsolicited. You must solicit my dick pic. <laughs> Stupid. Here's some, anyways, anyways. CNN. Oh my God, the professionals. What do they say? Why are people sending photos of their genitals? Men especially. Well, here's reason number one. Men just aren't good at gauging the level of a woman's interest in him, says the founder of a center for healthy sex. <laughs> they have those. Uh, I want to get a job at the center for healthy sex. I feel like that's an easy job. She says, yes, they're bad at it. They're bad. Men are bad at gauging the level of a, of a woman's interest. Most women aren't interested in pictures of penises at all, apparently, this expert says. They're more turned on by images of a man's eyes or his butt. Is that true? Women, you, you much more enjoy a picture of a man's butt? I don't know. I'm asking. Jonesy's asking. I do agree with her that men oftentimes misperceive a woman's interest. Uh, but then again, I've seen women misperceive people's interests too. I think it's something that both of the genders uh, experience. So, it, I mean, we can't just put that all on men. I think just some people are socially awkward in, in both. <laughs> a lot of people don't pick up social cues in our culture. You know who they are. You know who. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. There have been times when I've totally, you know, misfired on the miscues, you know. Seven tequilas later, I'm not going to pick up on the cues. <laughs> Get real. I'm over there telling the bouncer that he's got small triceps. Okay, here's reason number two. They're attached to their private parts. The men are attached to their private parts. Yeah. A New York psychotherapist, Janet Stern, said this misperception is also fueled by men's attachment to their private parts. I think men generally more than women feel a connection to their genitalia. And they want the person they are interested in sexually to share that interest. What are you talking about, you dummy? Oh, women don't feel a connection to their genitalia? Really? More, th more than men? Less than men? What are you talking about? I think, it's, I think that's kind of equal here. I think you're making a very uh, uninformed blanket statement. Uh, here's another reason. They may get a thrill out of it. Yeah, well, I mean, well, doesn't anyone who sends their private parts via digital, <laughs> digital delivery methods get a thrill out of it? That's the whole point. This is why we invented social media and email, guys, for the thrill of sending genitalia pics, obviously. <laughs> Of course we get a thrill out of it. Well, I think what they're saying is men are uh, a real exhibitionist in general. I mean, I don't know. I see a lot of women on, on Instagram that are exhibitioning, you know? Not a, lot of the, not a lot of guys like, you know, under a waterfall in their bathing suit pictures. <laughs> like, I haven't seen, haven't seen a lot of cleave, men cleave pics. I think everybody gets the thrill out of sending their genitalia. But maybe you're right. Maybe men do get more of a thrill. I don't know. I, I could be convinced of that. Here's another reason. I'm running long on this one. Sorry. In some cases, it's born of hostility. Uh, this expert says it is an act of rage against women. For the man is very much about power and control, an act of sexualized hostility. Men taking out their rage against women in an erotic form. Yeah, I think there might be something to that. Sure. It's like when Louis, when Louis masturbated in front of the women, um, which I was so sad to find out because uh, Louis C.K. is a comedian who uh, I've always gotten inspiration from as an artist. Um, you know, I was a really big fan of his show and, and his stand-up. And I, I, I looked to him as a model for myself, for my own career. I thought, 
if I could do the, what he's doing. Little did I know he was doing a lot more than that behind the scenes. It's stuff that I don't want to do. Uh, you know, so to to sort of pleasure yourself in front of those women, that that's an act of power. So I agree with that. And so I think, yeah, there may be, some, there may be something to that, but I think we could arm wrestle over that one as well. So uh, what do you guys think? Though? Just call in. And it, I'm sure everyone has an opinion on why people do this. It's very controversial. That's why I kind of like wanted to do this piece because I thought it could totally get some emails and calls. Because everybody has a stance on this. Uh, so, And then it says, for many, it's an impulse thing. Many of the men lack impulse control, says this New York therapist. Impulsivity plays a big part in this, as does drug and or alcohol use. Someone who is more impulsive is more likely to actually send the photo, especially under the influence. Whereas a less impulsive person might want to, but then thinks better of it. Unless perhaps under the influence. Wow, you're an expert. What do you get paid to say these things? <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, more people who are drunk, people who are drunk act a little more impulsive, my studies have shown. Really? Wow. Unbelievable. Do you have doctor in front of your name? <laughs> How apropos. <laughs> yeah, dumbass, of course. But her, her opening statement, many of the men lack impulse control as a general thing before she gets into the alcohol use and drug use. Um, I, I question that. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people in general, both genders go have, have impulse control. I think there's... I think generationally, people have impulse control. And it's created by our culture. When, not, when you have a company like Amazon, okay, saying, hey, just hit this button to buy some shit and it's at your door in a minute. And we want everything like, like that, you know, and you see we've created, <laughs> we've created an internet that allows that to happen, anything we want. I want porn right now. I want to see some boobs right now. Damn, I want 20 rolls of toilet paper and some turkey jerky right now. Bam. Like the culture in general is impulsive. In the younger generations, you can really see it. Totally impulsive. Very impatient people. I'm sorry, guys. It's true. I have been watching you. <laughs> but there, I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying you are. I'm not blaming you. This isn't a moral judgment. You are. And it's not your fault. You, are, you, born, you were born into an environment where you can get anything like that. I had to go meet a guy for a pornographic DVD. <laughs> In the woods. I couldn't just click my fingers and get it. Uh, well, this article's run way too long. Do you agree or disagree with any of these things? There's another reason on here, but I just don't have time to do it. I don't want to be that annoying with the podcast where I just go on and on. I go on and on enough. It's annoying. Anyways, call the show. I'm sure you have an opinion on why men send their genitalia way more than women do. Let's see if we can get to the bottom of this. And if you're a man out there doing it, please. Tell me why. <laughs> you can be anonymous. Tell me why. Why you sending all your dick pics? Oh, I forgot. I'm not supposed to sing. You know, I'm so sorry, but it's, the time has come to cover yet another dumb challenge. Uh, the boiling water challenge. This new viral challenge. Boiling water challenge is landing people in the hospital. Science Alert wants you all to just please stop the boiling water challenge. It's sad to me. I get so sad. The more and more as the year goes on, I, I, I'm, I'm covering a new dumb challenge every four months at this rate where people are injuring themselves and doing stupid shit. <laughs> I just can't understand why, but it just keeps getting better and better because they never stop. In the midst of abnormally freezing temperatures in the U.S. resulting from a certain polar vortex. This is what you get, right? Polar vortex. Well, this is a science article. Maybe they might even tell us what a polar vortex is. Hopefully, because <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like some cold shit to me. 
Anyways, during the, lo- the, the polar vortex anomaly, lots of people are making use of the stunning, cold conditions to take part in the viral boiling water challenge, hurling dangerously hot water into the wintry air around them to see what happens. <laughs> Did you guys get that? People are throwing boiling water into the air to see what happens around them. Don't do it on a pond, a very thinly veiled icy pond. By the way, how was that Christopher Walken? It was, it was okay. What happens lots of the time, according to the science people, is that these people get seriously burned when that scalding water lands on their skin. Hmm, wow. Jeez, science. Thank, thank you, science. I was wondering what would happen. I had no idea. No idea that's what would happen. I thought it would land on their skin and immediately turn into cotton candy and they would lick it off. That's what I thought. Thank God we have experts out there making tons of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jones, you'll be <coughs> eating ramen noodles for lunch today because my brain apparently isn't, isn't good enough <laughs> to, make, to, to make these all-important educated statements. One hospital, by the way, outside Chicago is announcing it had to treat numerous patients who ill-advisedly attempted this stunt last week. Come on, Chicago. Get your brains together. You're not Florida. We've seen eight patients. And we're really surprised at how many people were trying to challenge and unfortunately were failing. A Chicago burn specialist. I should have done a Chicago accent. We've seen eight patients and we're really surprised. Oh, my, I can't even do my... <laughs> people were trying to challenge. Unfortunately failing. Is that Chicago? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, according to this guy, seven of these patients ended up being treated for blister burns with one female individual potentially requiring a follow-up operation due to, due to the extent of the burns sustained on her person. You, come on, people! Oh, my faith in humanity. Going out the window again every day. Weird AF News does it. Even more shocking is the age range of those people coming in injured. Oh, no, don't tell me older people. The oldest patient seen by the burn unit so far in Chicago was 53. But the youngest was just three years, three years old. Oh, a sad casualty of being a bystander in close proximity to an older idiot who really should have known better and probably should be in prison for throwing scalding water on an infant. Maybe that's harsh. Got to do something with these dumb people throwing hot water all over the place, though. There's kids around, after all. It's adults that are doing it, is what this expert says. But also, it's kids that are doing it. It's kids that are standing next to adults also. Are you an idiot? Who, who says these things? If you, do make this, the, the shiz, if you do make the decision to do this dangerous practice, make sure nobody's standing near you, the expert says. No shit, man. No shit. How about, you just, how about we stop doing this, guys? Let's just, be, let's just get it together. Why doesn't the article just say, hey, everybody, just... I mean, at the top it says stop, but then the experts within the article don't tell you to stop. They're like, we know you guys like, we know you guys get a boner over science. You want to see what hot water does to frigid temperatures, but just watch our YouTube video and you can learn everything. Just call Neil deGrasse Tyson and he'll tell you. The article says what precisely no one is saying, however, is you should step outside your home with a pot of cold boiling water, of cold, uh, sorry, a pot of boiling water and conduct your own independent experiments on this, hurling a pail of scalding water wildly into the air as your friends, family, and even children watch by your side. We strongly warn people to not perform the boiling water challenge, says the Sun-Times. There is no safe way to do it. 
Yeah, you gotta hire. I guess you gotta hire experts like that. You know how when the fire department comes to your house to like not to your house, but when the fire department goes to the town square to light off the fireworks, they're only allowed. They only let the fire guys do it. The fire department's there. By the way, that's probably like the most fun time of the year for firefighters. Is ooh, I can do. Can I light some rockets? Yeah, I get paid thirty bucks an hour to light rockets. Amazing. Well, like that. Call the fire department. Have them come and do this boiling water challenge right on your driveway for you, right? Why not? Those guys are sitting around a lot, by the way. It's a fire department. They're sitting half of the day. They're sitting around. They're playing words with friends. You know, they're not doing nothing. <laughs> now, I know I joked about it, but let's do the let's do the disclaimer. Did the do the disclaimer? Do not do the water boiling challenge. Okay, the boiling water challenge. I don't care if you're in a, living in a really cold place and you're setting records of the cold, of the frigid polar vortex temperatures. I don't care. It's still not a time to do it. Stay, in, stay indoors. Turn the heater on. Make yourself some hot chocolate. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. I want to thank those of you who reached out. Uh, an article I posted yesterday had some people reaching out. Nikki Thompson says, uh, regarding the guy who claims to never wash his hands on Fox News, she says, unless this guy never takes a shower, then he is sadly mistaken because a shower, if done right, most certainly makes your hands clean. Only a Fox News idiot would spout such dumbassery. My favorite part about that whole rant is the word dumbassery. I just love it. I just want to use it all the time. Guys, use it in your daily vernacular. Dumbassery. Just say things like, uh, hold, hold a pipe and go... Ah, I, I can't even tolerate this dumbassery. <laughs> Megan Barnes wrote me about your singing. Seriously, F that guy. My husband and I absolutely love your random singing. We do the same and make up weird songs about our dogs or things that are happening when we're driving down the street. And it's a very, ref- very refreshing to know that other people do it as adults and we find it amusing and endearing. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Uh, for those of you who don't know, someone called and said that I'm, I'm, I'm never listening to your podcast again because you sing. Um, so shout out to these people for <laughs> having my back. Kitty Marie Gomez on Facebook wrote, I love listening to this dude's podcast in the mornings. Way better than listening about Trump every five minutes. And she shared the show on Facebook. So sweet of you. Uh, Austin William Hayes on Facebook wrote, uh, We love your show, my husband and I, and listen to it every morning. Gives us a good laugh to end our morning routine before heading to work. Keep up your ridiculously hilarious show. Thank you so much. And then uh, and James Timothy Byrne on Facebook also wrote me a comment. He said, dude, love the show. I tell all my friends about it, both of them, (laughs) which is funny. Here's a story I thought you might like. And he sent me a story. Yeah, I love it. These are great. Hey, Jonesy, love the show. Here's an article. Bam. You guys are great. I really appreciate that. On Instagram. I want to thank uh, John Hatch for uh, sending me some love. And then also, uh, here's this is great. All the way from the Netherlands, Willem from the Netherlands wrote on Instagram, with regard to the story about the mother trying to, to get a date for her son, she is the perfect representation of the concept of the curling mom. Quote, curling mom. A mom that clears all the problems in front of the kid away with her curling broom. If she has been doing this all his life, it is no wonder that she is sticking to her old habits. And then he wrote, he wrote something in uh, that I can't read, but I'm going to try it in a different language. Groches and Totzen. I think that means, uh, uh, I love you, want to kiss you. <laughs> Listen, Willem, thank you. By the way, is that a term in the Netherlands? Curling mom? I've never heard that before, but I think that's a perfect 
analogy for what is now apparently a worldly phenomena. I thought that was just happening in the U.S., but apparently uh, they have a term for it in the Netherlands, so it must be happening over there as well. Did I just hit puberty there? I'm an there as well. Anyways, anyone in the Netherlands? Willem, you, are you going to give me a follow-up on this curling mom? Or maybe I could just Google it, but I'm lazy. Yeah, that's a thing now. That's a parenting thing, and I'm seeing it happen. Uh, a lot of my friends have babies, and they, um, they are curling parents for sure, and I lose my mind over it. Um, but what can I say? I'm just a bystander. Uh, you know what I mean? Hey, so listen, reach out to the show anytime with stuff like this because it makes me smile and happy. Uh, makes me feel good. Please rate the podcast because that's really helpful too. And, and write a review if you can. Whether good or bad, I don't mind. Because if it's good, awesome. It raises my my status, I think, or something. If it's bad, hilarious. I'll read the damn thing because <laughs> I love the bad ones. They're so funny to read. They're way more funny than the good ones. In fact, when I get a good one, I'm like, ah, boring. That's a good one. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I like the good ones. But I also enjoy the bad ones for their content. Uh, yeah. Like, this guy's uh, voice is, an- like, good stories, but the guy's voice is annoying. Like, where did he get his voice? Like, at the uh, the voice lost and found? <laughs> so funny with the reviews. Everybody's so witty on there. Whew, that's what I love about it. Call me, 646-450-2012. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Dot com. You can also DM me, at funnyjones on Instagram and Twitter, and it's Comedian Jonesy on Facebook. Please check out my Patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash weirdafnews. There's a link in the podcast description to that shit. Go there. Check it out. Support the show. Uh, give Jonesy a little bit of cash so that he can keep himself fully caffeinated and maybe buy a microphone or something. That would be cool. So yeah, hook it up. 